0: Welcome to the Hard Guy Media Podcast. We are back after a six-week hiatus, and we have uh, Mr. Brian C. Tyler and Sean Henderson joining us today, <clears throat> as well as Et. We'll be uh, phoning him to discuss the uh, Scream series, uh, something we're a big, we're all big fans of. Obviously, uh, written by uh, Kevin Williamson, directed by the uh, immortal Wes Craven. Uh, and, you know, the Scream series, something that changed the, the horror genre, reopened the slasher, if you will, in my eyes. So, initial thoughts. Scream series, we're doing it. What are your, you know, let's talk, boys. So I'm going to you first.
1: Okay. You want to know my first memory? Yeah. Okay. So I was like seven, I think, when it was coming out. And I remember the preview. <laughs> and i was like i didn't understand the concept of cell phones this is a really interesting story this
0: is interesting
1: so i didn't get like why is she like so scared when he's calling her on the phone he's obviously not there but then they also show the shot of like the car driving which was very misleading because you're like the killer's not there but he's on his way
0: you know, it, this is definitely like the, the word cell phones became popular. And now we have Mr. Uh, Eric Tyler, E.T., joining us to discuss the Scream series. And then when I first hello, hello. saw it,
1: Eric here, E.T., was watching it on VHS when he rented it. Remember that, Eric?
2: Sure I do, of course.
1: Yeah, and you were like halfway through when I came in and i did not see this blonde girl that was all over the trailers and the posters. And I'm like where is the blonde girl? And you're like she's dead. She <laughs> died in the beginning. <laughs> so, I didn't hold back. That okay. like gave away what would have been a pretty big surprise for me cuz I thought she was going to be the main character.
0: Now, I mean, talk about you know, Wes Craven created, you know, obviously one of the biggest can One I the, say something? Well, well, let me finish my thought first, Dicker. Yeah, Sean hasn't gotten to speak yet. All right. Well, I have I spoke? Yes. Well, it's my podcast. Yep. Um, so, well, calm down. I'm just... You made me lose my train of thought because you're trying to shove your dick in the middle of this thing. Uh, so, obviously, he created Freddy Krueger and then he created... Even before that, though, he created several different characters and genres but reinventing it all after a a hiatus but he wasn't even gone that long because 94 was new nightmare and he kind of rewrote the whole nightmare on elm street like the way of thinking about how that whole series was to end
1: this new nightmare is pretty brilliant it is a precursor think about that he does new
0: nightmare in 94 and then he follows it up obviously we're I mean, Vampire in Brooklyn was '95, and we all know what a cinematic masterpiece that is. I but... love
1: that Vampire in Brooklyn sandwiched between New Nightmares. Yeah, t-
0: <laughs> you gotta fit a dud in there somewhere. But it's too funny. I still love yeah. Vampire in Brooklyn.
1: Eddie Murphy's great.
0: Ahoy, motherfucker! <laughs> um, but Sean and Eric, what are your guys' first? What was the first time you saw a scream?
2: Sean, you want? You can go ahead. All right. First time I watched
1: Scream is my sister was watching on VHS because she ran it from Video King, which is funny because I actually was not a fan of the franchise at first. Oh, yeah. Not a a fan. Until 2011, probably. Yeah, until I got older, then I uh,
0: appreciated much more when I actually understood the concept of it. Eric, what about you?
2: Uh, actually, very similar to Sean's. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I saw the previews obviously when I was when I was very young, and uh, I rented it. <laughs> uh, I don't know like what my parents. I don't even know how old I was really when I rented it, but I rented it and uh, I watched it. That was the first time I actually saw it. Um, it you know around that generation, you're just at least for me, I was you know just getting into horror. I mean, that movie came out when I was eleven, so you just starting to get into horror. I think. For a lot of people around my age or our generation, I think that the scream movies hold. I mean, I would say they hold a special place just because they were relevant around the time when we were just growing up, and uh, helped you know help me help get me into a wide variety of other movies, and, and help me, introduce me to Wes Craven and and you know look into his work and stuff like that. So more of his work, I should say. So. I mean, that was the first time I ever remember seeing it, but I remember being—I remember seeing the trailers for it on television and just being like, just jacked up about it. And it's funny, like BT said, when you thought Drew Barrymore was going to have such a huge role in that movie, because I feel like originally, I feel like they showcased her a lot in those trailers. So, I
0: what think was- even then, I, I even before I saw it, seeing like, uh, posters and stuff with her on it and stuff, you immediately think, like, oh, she's gonna be, and, and, you know, her name was plastered all over the promotions and stuff, I immediately thought, too, and, and for some reason, I can't, I can't remember seeing Drew Barrymore in anything prior that I was, that was, like, cognizant in my mind of, but, right. uh, but I knew immediately when I saw her, like, I recognized her, and I was just like, oh, like, she's this gonna be the star of the film, and then it obviously takes a, takes a, a drastic turn from there, but, I mean, this is kind of, it's such an interesting cast, too, because you've got Nev Campbell and Ski Ulrich who are two people who were previously, I think the same year, came The Craft, which is another great movie, but those two are kind of, when I think of those two names, I immediately think of, like, dead center, middle of 90s culture, like, actor-actress.
2: Yeah, 100%. I think that whole, I mean, a lot of that cast, obviously. Oh, yeah,
0: I mean, Jamie Kennedy, Lillard. Yeah, Lillard. And- Co- Courtney Cox, of course. Uh, or Cat Rose McGowan. Rose fucking the McGowan. The bravest woman in the world. Hey,
1: easy.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, anyone who, like, uh, obviously before that movie, I've, I've seen other, like, you've seen other, like, horror movies. Maybe not as violent, per se, but like I said, for me personally, like I said, being so young, it, it definitely helped catapult you know, me more into, into finding more obscure movies and stuff like that, so.
0: Yeah, and I think for me, I don't, I don't remember seeing trailers or anything for it being on, uh, like, TV or anything, or even hearing anything about it until, uh, my parents came home with the VHS that they bought, I, if I remember correctly, probably, at like, Phase or something, was just like, hey, this is fucking a scream—it's the guy that did Freddy Krueger. So obviously threw it on. I remember watching it on like a Sunday afternoon, and sold. It. I was sold immediately. It was fucking. It was awesome. It was everything you wanted in, and, and it it felt. It was still at the time where like renting VHSs was still like a hot, like a hot thing. You we were we were all still going and renting videotapes. Yeah. So I mean, and it's still, yeah. and it had that. As much as it's a nineties film, it's such a throwback to how eighties films were made and it, a lot of it obviously is a homage to the entire horror genre and it's a love letter to to horror fans, the whole the whole series really. But uh
2: I mean, yeah, say what you want about the movie, but I mean what Wes Craven has done obviously we know what he did before the Scream Series, but then introducing the Scream series and, and totally reinvigorating a genre and pretty much create. I mean, how many I mean creating a genre almost after not really creating it but just reinvigorating it and how many movies after that came out so I mean so similar you have the popular ones like I know what you did last summer and and uh, like uh, urban legend and stuff like that but even a lot of the more low budget ones like he definitely helped bring a lot of those to light after you know like I said almost reinvigorating the the genre
0: and Williamson obviously writing a lot of these that were coming out too
2: yeah he actually
1: no one wanted to make I Know What You Did Last Summer. Until... After f- Scream. Oh, out. yeah, because
0: S- Scream killed it.
1: Yeah, he wrote I Know What You Did Last Summer first, I think.
0: What else? He's done a lot of those, like, teen slashers from the 90s. Yeah. I
2: know he did, what, well, like, Cursed, the other Wes Craven movie. He wrote yep.
0: He wrote, uh, uh, yeah, he wrote The Faculty.
2: Yeah, the Faculty.
0: Now, I don't think he had anything to do with Valentine, but that right? He doesn't have anything to do with Valentine, right? No. But but doesn't that stink of Kevin Williamson? Doesn't that seem like something he'd write?
1: He wrote... Well, the final script for Halloween H20 that we see get shot is that's Kevin Williamson. Yeah. He's uncredited, though. Right.
0: Gotcha.
1: But I think that was explained in the special features.
2: And he was doing a lot of stuff like television-wise. I know he was on a lot of the... Obviously not really horror-related, but I'm pretty sure he was like
1: a writer on like Dawson's Creek and like a whole bunch of other shows like that. So oh, there's a ton of horror in Dawson's Creek.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm
1: exaggerating a little
0: bit.
2: Only when Vanderbilt cries in the meme
0: there. So I'm uh, obviously it creates a new uh, a new hero too in Nev Campbell and Sydney Prescott. Of I think she's kind of uh, kind of uh, a silent silent legend in the horror is in horror as far as uh you know characters go sydney prescott is yeah. a I mean, sur- think, the well, badass last girl survivor
1: that's why are- i'm here because i know what all the gays on instagram are saying what are they saying sydney prescott's right up there with laurie strode and nancy well
2: that- i was gonna say like i feel like, I feel like she's got to be up there with like the all-time like female heroines of, of horror like i mean when you're when you play that same character in such big movies that many times i mean how is she not up there with lori strode and, and and whoever else i mean she's got to be in
0: a, i mean in she's a, done four movie. scream films and uh i mean if 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 uh, jlc didn't do uh the new halloween she would have more credits on her resume for one series than uh jamie lee curtis would have
2: Right, and on a side note, I saw, and I know some of you guys saw it too, I saw her in uh, in Skyscraper with The Rock, and I tell you what, no, old Dev has still got it, so.
0: Uh, really, it, she really is a great actress, and I think uh, finding someone that looked, uh, you know, Girl Next Door-ish too, is a credit to, to everyone involved with making this film, but the, it's such a... At the same time, the whole, the first Scream film, and we're going to move on, we're going to jump on the other ones once we move down the line, but, I mean, we're going to spend a bulk of the conversation about the first one, because the first one started it all in such a landmark film, but with, even though it's such a 90s film, it still feels timeless. I throw it on, and it doesn't, I'm not like, it doesn't, it ages well, is what I, I guess I'm trying to say, is it doesn't feel, even though it's saturated in the 90s, it doesn't doesn't feel like it's aging or that it's it's not as nostalgic like it has more than just the nostalgic factor that a lot of 80s films that aren't really that great have the only redeeming factor of them is the nostalgia that people have going back and revisiting those films they saw when they were young even though they are you know less than less than uh subpar some of them but scream really holds up and, you know, the cast is, like we said, Skeet Ulrich is just, uh, you know, could you have... I mean, talk about that 90s hair, too, that mid, uh, that mid, like, a little bit above the shoulder. Also, I love that the poster was, like, shot, like, months after they were done filming, and Skeet's rocking, like, the little, like, fucking Romeo stash. Yeah, you know?
2: yeah, like, yeah I, mean, awesome. I mean, I, I agree with the, you with what you say, like, pretty timeless. But obviously, it's timeless, and at the same time, it really... It reflects, like, that era really well. Like, the movie is perfect when it comes to, like, just even, like, wardrobe down to, like, I think that soundtrack is so rad. I think uh, a lot of us love that soundtrack. Oh, like,
1: hell yeah. Definitely. Brains, and it's like, uh, Youth of America by Bird Brand. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh
2: BT used to rock that uh, soundtrack all the time.
0: I could see the, BT doing the BT stomp to the fucking, the cover of that fucking one, know. that one song with the fucking bells. I had the soundtrack to Scream,
1: Scream 3, I Know What You Did Last Summer, I Still Know. I never had the soundtrack for Scream 2, though. And oh! That, that had the best what, soundtrack.
2: One of the best songs in that is the uh, the one scene with the Nick Cave, I think, <laughs> where they're talking about, where they mention the town that dreaded sundown, right? Yeah.
0: And
2: yeah. Cave song's playing. That's such a, I love that scene so much.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot, um, it's in the first
1: three movies, that song
0: i forgot uh bt you should probably preference that you're gay i realize that you just dropped the gays on instagram should, should, you, pre- should you preface that you're gay i don't want to get a bunch of hate mail on this podcast because they overlook that one of our your diet, one of our co-hosts is a homosexual
1: they hear my voice and if, if they really i don't are,
0: think you're your vo- you're not very a, a very they feminine gay man. follow male. your
1: podcast enough they know i'm gay but yeah i'm i'm gay
0: so it's okay that he said the the gays of instagram i just wanted to listen that's why we live in a culture where people are fucking strung up like fucking henry winkler in scream well the gays and i
1: who was also gay we're all gay on instagram and we're all horror
0: fans are they called the gays of instagram is there a community now they are (laughs) really Um, Brian's their you, Billy I Loomis. I should
1: also say that not all of the the people are gay on Instagram. All right, let's move on. From like,
0: this. Yes, yes, we're getting lost in the weeds here. Let's David bring Arquette. David Arquette. Well, I mean, isn't this where they? Isn't this where Courtney Cox and David Arquette and Matt? I believe so. Blossoming. but can we? Courtney reference? Cox is just like I want to date that one fucking like half mechanic vampire from fucking Buffy the movie. <laughs> Don't you guys
1: love David Arquette?
0: He is a former WCW Don't champion. He is. He is a WC I, De- former WCW I love David champion. David
1: Arquette, yes. Look at that family, by the way. The Riley family. You got Dewey Riley. Oh, you guys. I'm good. Okay. Dewey Riley. Who else? <laughs> you know. Okay. So, David Arquette, Rose McGowan, and the mom. Little dog. <laughs> is Frances Lee McCain from Gremlins. The woman who yeah. slaughtered all the gremlins in the house. Yeah. It's a pretty cool family.
0: Now. Anyway. Yeah, I I, would, I just want to sidebar this so yes. people can get an understanding of what a great person David Arquette actually is. When he did the wrestling movie, Ready to Rumble, his entire... What'd you do, just crack a cold one? Seltzer. boy. No Zevia. Nope. Anyway, uh, he gave his entire salary from the movie to... Owen Hart and Brian Pillman's families. That's
1: fantastic. Nice.
0: Dead wrestlers, Brian. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that that was cool. And he never took credit for it and it came out like last year that he gave his entire salary for the movie. Anyway. So yeah, Courtney Cox.
1: he's not even the one who said that, is he?
0: No, he he never... He would never brag. No, he's the man. He's got a killer laugh too. He sounds like he's fucking wheezing the juice at the fucking <laughs> 7-Eleven.
1: So David Arquette... Super great
0: hippie as, family, hippie family like the the uh, the Phoenix family as well. I think their families intermingled the Arcat and the Summer or the uh, Phoenix families. Okay, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they're part they're of just, some kind of fucked up communal gypsy shit, but good
1: people. Yeah. Well, River. David Arcat is Dewey, super likable charming
0: young he is like he goofy, is too he's like the goofy like uh naive. barney fife type yeah. character
1: very naive
0: you know and can we just say we can have courtney cox is she likable in this is fucking I gail weathers even likable no. no she isn't right oh
1: well you know what maybe it's because i'm gay <laughs> but i love gal weathers i think yeah she comes off as a bitch but that's part of her job sydney but she had to has... fucking but gal has layers you know underneath it all so she's, she's like shrek yes yeah but she's got to get her story
0: yeah, but still, she's a little bitch. That's why she's fucking, when she tried to tell Sydney she's going to send her a copy, Sydney fucking Buster Douglas at her ass. Oh, yeah, I'm not saying
1: she didn't deserve to get, deserve to get hit, off. but I'm, <laughs> I understand
0: why Sydney hit her. I
1: understand why Dewey fell in love with her. I understand it all.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, can we agree that Matthew Lillard's most likable character in the entire series? Yeah, 100%. Poor Stu, like, is even, it? He is the co- comedic relief, one hundred percent, in this film.
1: Even after, you know, he's the killer. Yeah, he's well, fucking I'm, still too. like,
0: how fucking funny is it? Those are, his
2: fun- those are his funniest scenes when he, when, uh, when they reveal that they're both the killer, uh, the killers. Those are his funniest scenes. Like, I'm di- Every time I see that scene, I'm dying.
0: Oh yeah. Well, the fucking. <laughs> He's like, I'm fucking dying here, man. Like, fucking hilarious when he fucking, my mom and dad
2: are going to be so
0: mad at me. Like,
1: fucking hilarious. He obviously looks up to Billy and just wants to impress his best friend. Billy is a douche. Billy is such a douche. It's like a...
0: He's a seductive, uh, he's a seductive lot. fiend, though. He friggin', he weasels old Nev's friggin' undies right off her. That's sick
2: Mm-hmm. She couldn't hang on to her treasure throughout the whole film. That's what, you know, you thought she was going to go after that, but she survived.
1: Well, listen, I support Sue. Did you guys know, or Stu maybe I should talk about too, this though. for, for screen three. Oh yeah. Well, I'm in, just in support of everybody today, I guess. You, okay. You're right. He's a sick fuck. Can
0: we talk about the love that everyone should have for Kenny, the cameraman?
1: Oh yeah. I love all the cameramen in the screen films. <laughs> But we'll focus on but, Kenny right
2: so, now. Like, real quick though, while we're on the first one, everyone, uh, who's your favorite character from the first one? Or is everyone saying that it's uh, Stu or what?
1: Yeah. Can, well, can we do besides like the obvious, like
0: uh, besides you know, the main characters? You, you know what? Beside, you know what? I would say Stu, but you know who it actually is because he's like just the fucking man is fucking Winkler, the principal. <laughs> yeah. What's the principal's name? I can't even remember. Principal (laughs) Hembree. (laughs) Hembree. (laughs) Fucking, when he's fucking, like, threatening the two douches that are, like, fucking terrorizing around with the ghost face mask. Mm Mm-hmm. And fucking, (laughs) he's just, like. Totally justified. Oh, yeah, just grabbing the scissors and fucking just, oh, my God. Poor
2: poor Hembree gets hung from the goalposts, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I also love when he fucking pops out of the office when he hears shit and fucking (laughs) Wes Craven's cameo dressed as Freddy (laughs) Krueger. Yeah. And he's just like, oh shit! Then, What'd you call me? <laughs> huh?
1: That's not what he sounds like. Yeah, but but was... he also sounds nothing like West no. Korea. He did a pretty good job there. Um, my favorite character, Jamie Kennedy. Uh, I've always I love Randy. He's just never my favorite. You know, I love him.
0: John, who's your favorite character?
1: I was going to say Randy.
0: Randy, really? Yeah. Why is Randy your favorite character? I don't know. I can just relate to him. I've never seen you wear a lime green shirt, though. I should, though.
2: Hey, I like that shirt. It was a Fresh Jive shirt. I was pumped on that shirt when I first
0: saw it. He is a yeah. horror fan. He's a huge horror fan, though.
2: I remember what brand it was, yes. What brand was oh, it? Oh, wait. It was called Fresh Jive. They were, like, <laughs> big... They were called big in the... They were big in the 90s. They were, like,
0: a... I think they were like a surf type of company. Was Kenny from uh, Can't Hardly Wait rocking some fresh show?
2: <laughs> no, he was not. He's more of a... I don't even know. Janko, for sure. Janko's at work because
1: of, so... Can I just say something about Principal Henry real quick? Yes. Got because it. I might forget later, and I'm not sure if everyone knows this, but there's a statue commemorating him in the high school hallway in Scream 4. Really? Yeah, I, don't there, think I saw that. There was a better view of it. I think that was cut from the movie, but you can see it to the left of the screen when Jill and Kirby are talking at the locker.
0: Motives are incidental. Let's
2: not get on fourth.
0: So for well, yeah, I'm
1: just saying because I'll forget later, and it's about Principal Himbury from the first film. All
0: right, All what's right. your what's your favorite scene in the original screen? Well. Uh, poor Sydney's gotta deal with, like, her whorish mother's ways, and fucking uh, Billy's psycho ass, and her dad's obviously, like, an absentee piece of shit. Like, she I'm, she's living in a nice house, so mom and dad did something right, but that's about it.
1: Oh, that house able, is amazing. I wanna live in that my house. My
2: first, uh, my favorite scene is probably two of them. One is obviously when, uh, we find out who the killers are, and that whole, you know, dialogue back and forth is hilarious, and then, I think another really cool scene is when um, the killer first goes after Sydney when she like falls asleep and Oh yeah. Tatum's got to pick her up and she uh, is on the phone and uh, yeah, he calls. Gonna... I think that's a pretty cool scene. Pretty
0: yeah. suspenseful. Yeah, I do like that. The movie shot really well too. It's a, a fun movie to watch visually. I feel like it's uh I don't know, it's very sleek too and it didn't look like complete dog shit like like, Clueless.
1: Well, one scene's put some money into it.
2: Uh, we should move on to two now.
0: Wait, Let's... no. One, we haven't even talked about our favorite scenes.
1: Let's hear them. Oh, Jeez, Eric. Always about himself.
0: Um, I think mine's probably the video store when Billy and Stu are, like, kind of interrogating Randy. <laughs> that
1: was a pretty great scene. I do
0: like that one a lot. Also, uh, for some reason, I love Tatum's Death. Death, that Di- is dying in the doggy door
2: yeah. that is and a great death she's nipping so
0: she is nipping hard hardly nipping
1: I don't know if it's my favorite scene but I love the opening scene I think it's super effective I think the dialogue between Casey and the killer is really great
2: he's big and he plays football and he's kicking <laughs> the living- <Yeah. laughs> well like
1: early on in the scene it's like Casey's like a super likable character right She's really good as soon taste. as she
0: said he's big and he plays football and don't get me wrong I'm a Buffalo Bills fan but as soon as she said that I was just like I can't wait for this bitch to die
1: she has a really good taste in movies though and she's really sweet like you you call her and you have the wrong numbers no just she like,
0: didn't she didn't even know Jason fucking wasn't in happens. the first Friday of 13
1: yeah but how many times do you guys rewatch the first film right you usually throw in four or six
0: I don't mean dick
1: Okay. <laughs> Still, ooh. Uh, whether you like Casey I'm or not, down. the opening scene is one of the greatest. He's
3: big and he plays football.
1: <laughs> the opening scene is It'll one
0: of the greatest. Move on.
3: <laughs>
1: mo- just move on.
0: That was a great scene when her boyfriend got gutted like a fucking filthy pig.
1: Can we agree that the opening scene is one of the greatest <laughs> opening scenes? Oh, in yeah. Slasher yeah, films? That, that, yeah.
0: I think that is, I, I, and, and this is probably ballsy to say, but I think it is the greatest opening to any slasher film. Is there a slasher film it. that opens better than that? Uh,
1: what do you think, Sean? Uh, uh, the the only ones I know that like rival it, kind of but aren't necessarily better, but I say are also up there. Opening
0: scenes, though? I mean, are ha-
1: Halloween the opening scene in Halloween. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really a, a slasher, but the opening of Suspiria is pretty amazing.
0: Also, if you disagree, and you're some of the few uh, diehard followers that listen to this, let us know what you, what you think rivals the actual, the best opening scene in a slasher. Sean, what's your favorite scene in Scream? The video store, and then the opening very nice like it
1: like it can i say something about the video story her alone (laughs) (laughs) what i love when the girl walks up and she's like what's that werewolf movie with et's mom
0: howling reference a lot of horror movie reference obviously kevin williamson was just writing a big uh you know come fest to us
1: i was confused for years Until I saw the howling, and I have a daughter. And I also (laughs) want to say that this movie prompted me. This is what started me renting all these random horror movies at Video King. Interesting. I wanted to rent. I rented Prom Night, Carrie, Psycho, etc., because I heard them
0: all referenced in the movie. So, because of Scream, I saw all these movies. Final question on the first one. Obviously, we know how. Great this film really is Oh wait We're gonna do two more things On the first one Cause we're gonna Two we're gonna spend some time on Three we'll probably Blow by it a little bit Cause three sucks Actually it's real. It's it's pretty good I've rewatched it But it definitely Doesn't hold up to the other three And then four is great We're gonna have a lot of fun Talking about four Last two things though On the first one One What per, Who did you initially Before it was revealed Who were your fir- Do you remember Who your first thoughts Of who the killer Actually, was
1: I guess the first killer, but I didn't guess fucking Matthew. uh, Oh, fuck,
0: Cotton Weary, of course, great name.
1: See, I like I said, I watched it halfway through, so I didn't have enough time to like really get to know any of the characters. I think the killers were revealed like 20 minutes
0: after I started watching. Gotcha, Sean. Who'd you think the killer was? Well, like right after the opening
1: scene, like soon as uh. Sydney's boyfriend came and I'm like, oh, that guy's probably the fucking killer.
0: Yeah, I kind of
2: thought Dewey. Are you to do be honest, honest for yeah. each one. one?
1: what? Are we gonna do this for each yeah.
0: one? That's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I thought I'm with you, Eric. If I remember correctly, I thought it was Dewey too, the most unsuspecting. But he was also, and I think there's hints to it though in it too. Remember when they opened it and Dewey was holding the mask? Mm-hmm. When she opened yeah. the door.
2: And then he gets like kinda of weird with uh with Gale a couple times and you don't really know.
0: Yeah, yeah, where he gets like a little like he's really pissed. Or yeah. he's just like, well, yeah.
2: I think originally that's what I thought, but obviously Stu were uh old skeet, we thought maybe he could be a part of it too, so
0: And if you had to if you had to rate this one on a on a scale of one to ten, where's it landing? Ten. 10. very nice eric
2: yeah i mean it's right it's, it's it's right up there nine or ten yeah i mean if i yeah
0: nine or ten sean
3: nine.
0: very I nice see i'd say nine and a half i like it all right let's let's move on to the great scream two just a year later now now sydney is in college
2: I thought it, I mean if Reed I could just Randy. say the storyline I thought I thought it was a great storyline like her like obviously progressed along into college I thought they nothing seemed like forced when it came to the story.
1: Did you see it in the theaters, Jesse? Did I not. You did not, right? Did yeah. not.
0: I actually got uh. Went to went to Video King. Saw the. Promo poster saying you know it's coming this date or whatever when it goes on sale. Obviously that's when it was able to be rented to, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I remember going and renting it and watching it and loving it, and it was awesome. Yep, we saw it in theaters.
1: Me, my brother here, and my dad, and it was one probably one of the most exciting experiences in the '90s I at the movie up. theater. Because it, it was... opens
0: in the movie theater scene.
1: Yeah, that, and, you know, it was my first horror movie in theaters, and there was a lot that I was excited about, like, Buffy was going to be in it, I was already watching Buffy at the time. She was popping. Um, in... Shout out to my
2: girl, Sarah Michelle.
1: And we just had, we had no idea who was going to live, who was going to die, who was going to be the killer, like, and it was, it was fun.
0: It, and another great opening scene, too, the movie theater it, scene, that's yes. so memorable, an, an uh, amazing fucking actors in this too it opens with yeah. Omar Apps.
2: Omar Apps.
0: Fucking Jada Pinkett. Pinkett Smith
2: or Pinkett, I'm not Heather sure. Heather
0: Graham. Heather fucking Graham too. <laughs> yeah, obviously now it's a movie within the movie. Yes, Dad. So I, and I think I could be wrong, but maybe he, Williamson kind of took that like uh, like newer style from Craven, like Craven, like you know the. With New Nightmare, like the movie within the movie type thing. I wonder mm-hmm. if that was kind of an influence to have like Stab be the movie within the Scream series. You know what I mean? It's so like, which follows through the film, th- through the franchise at that point. Stab did you know does. Robert Rodriguez directed that same The Stab, yeah, way. yeah.
1: And did you know Kevin Williamson actually gave Wes Craven a lot of freedom with this one? I guess in the script he would just write like, Wes will make it scary. Really?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Sydney, obviously, is in college. Uh, like, we're not, uh, like, we're not breaking down the whole film and explaining what each scene is and what all that's, oh, we lost Eric. We'll have to bring him back. Maybe his phone died. But yeah, we're not breaking down, like, and explaining what the movie's about. If you're listening to the Scream series podcast right now, like, obviously, you've seen the films. And if you haven't, watch them and then listen to this. And hear our takes. I don't think E.T.'s coming back. Maybe his phone died. Would it be ringing even if his phone died, though? No. Maybe. It's E.T. coming back. There he is. Sorry. No, it's all good. But, yeah, we're not breaking down the films because, obviously, we said, like, if they're, uh, if someone's listening to this, they've already seen them. But, yeah.
2: What did I miss?
0: Nothing. Just okay. some some rambunctious assholes outside of uh, the compound here, but other than that, nothing. So Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Finally, I think other than Joe's apartment, this is the only thing I've I, up until that point I'd seen him in besides Stand by Me in Joe's apartment. Did you know Canada that Girl. it was
1: the same kid from Stand by Me yes. when you saw it, though? Jerry O'Connell. I did not know that.
0: Yeah,
2: I tell you right now, I hated him throughout the whole movie. The only thing that saved really him is that he was Trip McNeely.
0: also really how could you hate jerry o'connell's character he was unlikable
2: what do you mean there was nothing to like about
0: i thought he was like mad likable i'm more likable than randy
2: i wanted randy to have nev okay Sid, and uh i just thought you know she she he wasn't her style why is she dating that guy he's like a pretty boy like in the in the frat and she was like that was like her dark, uh, you know, she was really dark those days. I just, uh, I never liked Jerry throughout the movie.
1: I will say... Um,
2: his character, I should say. I don't like his character. I will Damn say, shit. I think...
1: Oh, Trip McNeely. I keep thinking he's dumb. Yeah.
2: That's my thoughts on Tripp.
1: Well, I think objectively, he was a good boyfriend. But personally, I think he was a little too clingy. Like, obviously, there's a killer after her. She's not trusting anyone. She wants to feel safe. And the only way she felt safe was to cut herself off from, you know, everyone except, like, Dewey, obviously. Right. And he's just like, well, well don't you trust me? Don't you like me? I don't want to leave you alone. I want to protect you. It's like, dude. Yeah. Give her a little space. Yeah, but She's he also recreated the scene from Top Gun, so. Yeah,
0: well, I don't think Sydney's ever seen Top Gun. Also, I think that is him being a good boyfriend wanting to protect her. No, I... Is that fucking object- stupid? She had just been through a fucking... The Woodsboro Massacre. I don't disagree with you. I said
1: objectively he's a good boyfriend. Well, people who speak sometimes, objectively. Sometimes you
0: need to know when to give a girl some space. <laughs> I, don't, I think this bitch doesn't need any space. She had enough space when her dad was on a trip. Her mom's in the fucking ground. Billy's outside jerking off with a fucking cell phone. Uh, I think she needs someone she, to be a little closer to her. She clearly stated that she wanted space. Talk, about
2: she doesn't know what she's talking about. I think we're spending too much time talking about him. We need to be talking about better stuff from, from number two.
0: Okay, Timothy fucking <laughs> Oliphant.
2: Love him favorite
0: actors one of the best actors going still
1: today he was great and he still is he's always been great
0: best line in the whole movie billy's mother (laughs) 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 would you guys say that you were happy when you found out who the killers were like were you didn't see it coming did you because at first i was like man this
2: is kind of stupid she just like found to do but then the more i thought about it it made a lot more sense like if billy's mother really wanted to seek revenge what would be the best thing to do like find you know someone she could maybe pin it on or like someone who goes to that school so the more i thought about it i liked it but i remember initially i was like this is kind of stupid
0: boyfriend killer boyfriend killer boyfriend killer (laughs) um no i thought it was uh i think at the first i was like oh shit that woman's fucking billy's mother this is fucking crazy i was half aunt surprised fucking Lori metcalf aunt, fucking aunt jackie all right timothy i feel like i shouldn't say this yet because you were
1: gonna ask this question later but i guessed that mickey was the killer in one scene early on i will reveal that later i was surprised that that random reporter from roseanne Was the other killer. I was surprised that she was (laughs) Mrs. Loomis. And when I say reporter from Roseanne, I mean she's the reporter in this movie and she's from Roseanne.
0: Alright. Best characters? Definitely 100% going with the cameraman number two. The fucking the cameraman that fucking. (laughs) Did you get that on film? Yes, I got that on film. I agree with that. Joel's my favorite character from Scream 2. The fucking man.
1: Besides Gail Weathers.
0: And we see the end of Randy. Yeah, Randy gets that flavor-saving soul patch and ass slaughtered.
1: Yeah, I remember Eric whispering to me after his death. What did Eric say? I don't remember something. Eric, what you whisper to your something brother? Something along the lines of like, "Holy shit, it could anyone could die."
2: Something like that. I mean, I don't. I don't remember, but I was, I remember. it was
1: 1997, guys
2: i mean i do remember that i was like kind of shut. like i didn't think they were... i kind of thought like was he was gonna be he was gonna survive okay I'm thinking. now but i also love that he character. didn't at the same time you know
0: yeah sean favorite character
2: yeah it's gonna be randy again
1: <laughs> what do you love so much about randy do you think he, he should have been with sydney dad he was the fuck he was the horror nerd were you he definitely-
2: Sydney, But, you know, she just friend-zoned him way too early, and it just... Yeah. And,
0: and I can relate to being friend-zoned. Listen, no... yeah. we need to get a female opinion on here. Bridget! <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Randy from Scream? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to ask her? I was
0: going to see if she'd forget
1: jump Randy's bones. Well, you got a gay guy right here. You could ask me, it. Sean.
0: So. <laughs> totally would. Yeah, you're, you don't count, though. You'd fuck anything. That's not true. I would not, <laughs> fuck, Ra-
1: I would not fuck Randy. Fuck would you Bailey fuck Billy Loomis? No. Stu. first off, not, no. to get, not to get
2: grotesque, you're telling me you would not have sex with Jamie Kennedy. Get out of here.
1: I, wait, really? Ugh. No, not no. Eric, would you have sex with Jamie Kennedy? If I was gay? How do you know who you'd have sex with if you were gay? <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about it. I don't know. Are you talking about, like, 96 Jamie
0: Kennedy or, like, current Jamie Kennedy?
2: 96.
0: Jamie Kennedy looks like the fucking kid from Leprechaun 3 that's slowly turning into Leprechaun. <laughs> that's what he looks like. He's... I'd be his friend. You a friend friendzone him? Yes. You bitch.
1: Oh. And I wanted to ask you, were you, like, bitter... Are you bitter that they killed Randy in Scream 2? Or do you think it's cool that... They threw in a, a shock
0: there. Now nah, I was bitter about it. Okay. It. He deserved to die, though. He Why? Was a, he was a pussy,
1: and he was he an idiot. A pussy. I don't think he deserved... To, I don't think anyone deserves <laughs> to die, but people are gonna die in the Scream franchise, and we just have to face it.
2: Yeah. Should been very uh, So we talked about who, uh, who our favorite characters were. So we talked about favorite scenes.
0: There you go. Favorite scenes. Uh, I'm gonna go... Probably the reveal is up there, cause that one's that one was a lot of fun. Also, when Jerry O'Connell's on the cross and gets shot, which is I guess the same. It's the same thing, right? Yeah, it's the same.
2: Yeah. I would go with uh, when my girl Sarah Michelle gets it when she uh, old uh, over there at Omega Beta Zeta.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Or old wind. <laughs> and then another cool scene was when. Uh, Sydney's like uh, practicing for the play and uh, oh yeah yeah guys are wearing masks that was really cool and then there's uh, what's his name is uh, isn't that a pretty famous actor the guy who's playing like the teacher I can't think of his name
0: but Uh, David Warner that
2: dude
0: yeah oh yeah 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 Bridget you know what Jamie Kennedy is don't you is he attractive would you sleep with him there we go case settled
2: (laughs) case closed
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just just needed a friggin, just needed a female perspective on it.
2: Anybody else? Favorite scenes?
1: Yes, I have three. Can I have three? Talk it. Well, That's like Eric, I love the Omega Beta Zeta scene. Of course you do. Well, I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. I love the dialogue between her and the killer. I love
0: chase scenes. I love... Do you think if you were reincarnated, you'd be the dog from Night of the Creeps? I love horror movies set in
1: sorority houses, and I feel like that was a good, like homage to them. Do you want
2: to die tonight, Stacey? <laughs> that is a great punchline yeah. to their
1: whole conversation. That was awesome. Second is the whole scene with the car, with Sydney and Haley trapped in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. That's some fucking suspense right there. That was really well done. It was good shit. Although Sydney made a really dumb decision and got her black friend killed. Whoa. Yeah why can't
0: she just be a friend because that she's like the third
1: black person to die in the movie I mean come on (laughs) (laughs) my third favorite scene is Mrs. Loomis revealing that she's the killer and her dialogue is hilarious and it's Laurie Metcalf being psycho it's
0: great it is
1: great personally I think it's rather
0: poetic I'm not good I know I know I'm not good at impersonations it was good well, I wouldn't expect you to talk like Laurie Metcalf. Well, I wish that I could. I'm sure you have, at least from her scene in Uncle Buck where she finds Buck fucking Russell's <laughs>
1: Yeah, in the shower sometimes. Yeah. Sean? I don't have a favorite
0: scene in Scream 2. You don't have a favorite scene? Nah. Eric, what are your opinions on Sean not having a favorite scene in Scream 2?
2: I think it's bullshit. I think he has a favorite scene. And I think it's when the Cottonmouth Kings are playing and Jamie Kennedy dies. <laughs> Wait, can we do
1: ratings? What do you rate Scream 2?
0: I give Scream 2 a 8. An 8. 8 out of 10. Me too. Sweet. Same. See, my problem with Scream 2 is it's my least watched one. So I really don't remember much of it. Here we go. You That's don't remember it? Watched. You, just you watched what
2: 3 more than you watched the second one?
0: I watched 3 like the other day. How'd you watch 3 the other day, but you haven't seen fucking Scream 2 since fucking Bill Clinton was in office? Why'd you watch
1: Scream 3 the other day? That's random. (laughs) It's on fucking showtime. Oh. Alright. I will say, though, that for some reason, I can't explain why, Scream 2 was not a favorite of mine when I was younger. I've grown to, like, love it a lot more. Yeah. The more I watch it, the more I love it. I used to, when I was a kid. I like *Scream* three better. Creed's imagine? on
0: Creed's on the soundtrack.
1: Goddamn right, it's
0: to the third one. Yeah, Aren't they hey, on the second one too? I don't remember. I'm it. almost positive. I know *What If* it's on the third one. Yeah, it definitely is. I don't remember
1: Creed's song in the second one, but they do have.
0: Maybe it was *My Own
1: Prison* on *Fucking*. They do have that other. Should've
0: been dead on a like, Sunday morning. Collective soul, soul or my something.
2: Head.
0: What?
1: Collective the soul games. or collective <laughs> asylum? One of those. Collective
0: asylum. asylum. Not Collective Soul. <laughs> and not like Soul Co- Asylum. Collective Asylum. Oh,
1: Counting Crows. There's a Counting collective-
0: Crows song. Ooh. Collective-
1: yeah, o- like those other I- Creed-type bands.
0: What's that, Eric? I tried to make a dumb joke. It didn't work. Can we hear it? BT was over, talking over you.
2: I said, Collective O Soul is the Irish version. <laughs> Creed
0: is only on Scream I like Creed, Creed's only on Scream 3. Well, someone should have been in Scream 2. Anyway, Eric, what do you give Scream 2? What's your rating? Sean has no rating because he hasn't watched it except for the first time he saw Randy die. Uh, 8.5.
2: 8.
0: 8.5. Sean, what's your rating?
2: I'll give it a 7 right now. Sean, <laughs> nine. Art.
1: Right. How's it Hayden? 7 is a good rating.
0: Do you remember Eric and Brian, and Sean, I can't remember if you were in this one. This is about four years ago do you remember when i was doing photography and i and i had the name card of one of the one of the kids i was taking their school photo and his name was billy oh, loomis I remember that. yeah I just, fucking classic I just, are you there yeah
1: i'm here oh,
0: okay just making sure uh anything else we want to say on
1: screen too the stab scene with tory spelling and luke wilson
0: is yeah great. I fucking totally (laughs) forget Luke Wilson did fucking (laughs) there. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. I
1: wonder if Robert Rodriguez also directed that.
0: Maybe. Moving on to Scream 3. The weakest of the franchise in my eyes.
2: What if? I mean, yeah, that's kind of a Scream 3 with the storyline. What do we got storyline here? It's in uh, L.A.,
3: they're making
1: stab what like three or something too yeah we skipped over stab two and they're killing off the cast members and whoever's killing them is leaving photos of sydney's mother who we find out used to be a low budget hollywood actress
0: horror we get a bigger role out of (laughs) mr cotton weary in this one though too yeah, well, uh, they, he had uh, the biggest. We, we didn't even mention him in Scream 2. He had the biggest. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, in that was. 2. Yeah, yeah, I guess it was Scream 2. Yeah, we. And that, that library scene is badass, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. We didn't talk about the vindication of Cotton Weary. Yeah, poor Cotton Weary. Wrongly <laughs> accused. Yeah, a fucking guy gets out. He's accused of fucking raping and killing Sydney's mother. He's out free and gallivanting. Obviously, I think <laughs> that's what we didn't talk about on Scream 2 before we jump into uh, Scream 3. I thought cotton was the color this time.
2: Oh really? He thought, thought it came back full circle and it was him now,
0: huh? Yeah, he's like surprised, Sydney.
2: I'm trying to think about who I really thought like the killer was in Scream 2, not to talk about Scream 2 again, but
0: it could have. De- if they if it would have been really interesting if they would have went with uh, Jamie Kennedy uh, yeah. with Randy <laughs> being like, Sydney won't suck it. I'm sick of her.
1: Oh, that over. would have been a great motive, <laughs> <laughs> but we got to remember motives are incidental. Back to
2: three,
1: But back to three. I believed uh, I I believed Mickey was the killer. It was this look he had on his face in the hospital scene after Derek had been you know cut. cut
0: his arm, forearm cut, and he
1: was being supportive, but he also had this like it was like subtly creepy, like they weren't throwing it in your face, right? so right. it was like a little hint i didn't think cotton was the killer because i was already like being a detective i'm like cotton's too obvious who else do we got
3: <laughs>
1: the only one i got was mickey i didn't guess anyone else i don't think
0: so scream three obviously the one week,
1: more thing the, about scream two holy I shit apologize. We aren't getting off Scream. 3. i'm the only Gale supporter here she's at her best in scream two she should have died that's all i'm gonna say though i'm not going to go into why
0: perfect you don't need to yeah because she didn't deserve to live she's at her worst worst in
1: scream 3 which we are moving on to
0: scream 3 initial thoughts initial
1: thoughts so i was really excited i wish eric could have been there but he wouldn't wake up (laughs) somehow this was the year 2000 would you fucking wake up This was the year 2000, right? I think I was, like, 11 when it came out. Yep. Somehow, I had already been accidentally stumbling onto spoilers in 2000. Yeah. So I had known... Uh, uh, uh. I knew who the killer was in Scream 3. What were you on?
0: Moviepoopshoot.com? I don't know (laughs) what I would have
1: been on in 2000, but I was hoping it was wrong, and I would still be surprised, but it didn't work out that way.
0: So I learned a lesson early on. So... This is, uh... But I really enjoyed the movie. I have not seen this one since the early 2000s. Wow. I take it back. I watched it on the El Rey Network, like, last year. But I wasn't, like, I was kind of just watching it. wasn't fully paying attention. But I was enjoying it for what it was a little bit more than I remember enjoying it. So that's one I should definitely fully revisit. Uh, but... I wasn't really a huge fan of it i thought it was just kind of at that point i i think even they thought like okay we're fucking we're milking this this cow's titties are dry <laughs> like we have milked it for all we could
1: yeah they should have waited a little longer
0: i mean i mean that was three years
1: um yeah but still i don't think that i think they still sort of rushed it you know? Maybe. I mean, they didn't have Kevin Williamson,
0: and they didn't want to wait for him. That was the that was the downfall.
1: Yeah, it really suffers from the lack of Kevin Williamson. A lot and of, uh, Courtney Cox's terrible
0: bangs. Yeah. But I it like does have bangs. Lance Henriksen. It does, old Lancey boy. Lance I don't know, back when he was only 114. <laughs> like, when I watched it the other day, I don't know. I feel like it gets better every time I watch it. Sean, your opinion, I don't know if we can trust it anymore, because you <laughs> fucking shit talk Scream 2, I mean, you're read, about ready to give Scream 3 a fucking 11 out of 10. I understand, it gets better every time you watch it, you appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, initial thoughts on who the... That was the weakest part of the movie for me, was the reveal of the killer. That's how I was just like, yep, yeah, this is dog shit.
1: Well, like I said, I knew who the killer was going in, sadly. But <clears throat> I didn't know the motive, and I think its it's all very silly. You know, did, that so, Maureen had a secret life in Hollywood all of a sudden, and
0: she had a son, and blah, So, blah, blah. you've seen two and three in theaters? Yeah. Okay. I've only seen four in theaters. Okay. Same here. Same with Sean. E.T., you've what, two and four in theaters you've seen?
2: Yeah, two and four.
0: Nice. So, uh favorite characters? I mean... Maybe the fucking Jason Mewes and and Kevin Smith cameo. That's a maybe my favorite characters. My
2: favorite character is uh, Randy's sister.
3: <laughs>
0: Speaking of Jason Bob, can we talk about how like Wes Craven had a cameo in Jason Bob Strike Back? Did he? Yeah, remember they were filming Scream Four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The killer was a monkey. Oh yeah, yeah. My I think favorite... that was deleted scenes. No, no, that really? was in the movie. I haven't seen that one in a because, while. I'm gonna have to revisit. Shannon
1: Dorothy was just like. Really, West? A fucking monkey? Oh, yeah. That... He,
0: people love monkeys. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow, I haven't Wait. seen that one in a while. Shannon Doherty.
1: Tyson Fox is my favorite character, played by Dion Richmond, because he's hilarious.
0: He is great. He's kind of got a little bit of a horror uh, catalog, a little bit. What, two films?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he might be in more, but he's
0: definitely he definitely shines in Scream 3 and in Hatchet. Um overall ratings i'm giving it a five out of ten
2: yeah i'm right in the five range i mean i'll give also, it a, uh, I feel like my opinion of it has never changed from the first time i saw it i don't think it's any like i mean i think they tried my favorite character is definitely uh what's her name parker posey is that
0: her name yeah um, she was in josie and the pussycat she was hilarious
1: but um patrick uh, can, can patrick I, Dempsey's is good in it
0: oh he is too yeah, and yes. I don't think up to that point, the last thing I saw him in was fucking Can't Buy Me Love. And Nev Campbell,
1: I, f- I feel like we get a Great little... Great film, right, E.T.? <laughs> Love it. Nev Campbell, I think we get a little less of, because of her, her scheduling conflict. Yeah. But she still gives a, a strong performance in it. Of course she does. Nev holds it know, down. Actually, and I feel like... A... I'm sorry, Eric. No, go ahead. I feel like because of the replacement with the writer, like, it wasn't Kevin Williamson. It was... yeah. Aaron Krueger or something. He wrote some Transformers right. movies in the ring. The humor is not the same. It's a lot goofier. The jokes are different. And Dewey and Gal just don't come off like Dewey and Gal did in the first two films. Though. Agreed. They're Agreed. just like... They're total comic relief. They it's... don't have any like layers to them this time.
0: So it's that goes to show you how... You know, people think, oh, it's a Scream movie. It's got to do well. If you ain't got the right ingredients to make a Scream film, and one of those ingredients 100% is and was and is Kevin Williamson, yes, it's not going to work. But I give it a a 7 because I still... Holy shit, (laughs) really.
1: Because I still enjoy it. I think the 7 rating might be a little bit of nostalgia, you know? I think if I were rating it more fairly, maybe it'd be a 5 or a 6. But
0: do you just, when you think of Scream 3, you just think of like Elio's pizzas and just sitting in your room. And...
1: <laughs> no, I, I think of going to see it with my dad and my brother and there was there in spirit. Scream 3? Uh, yeah.
0: You just I, said Eric wouldn't wake up.
1: He was there in spirit. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> I was going to say a creepy scene from that movie. Actually, I can remember now is when uh, Sydney's doing the the like suicide hotline and uh, like her mom comes to her window. I thought that was a pretty cool scene. That's in that
1: one, right? Three? Yeah. yeah. My favorite so- scene is when she visits the set of stab three and she's like looking into the
0: identical set that is her house. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was cool. I'd got fucking prob- with her there. I'd yeah. probably go with that. Sean, favorite scene? <coughs> Copying you guys. Perfect. Which one? We had two yeah. <laughs> different scenes. <seats. laughs> Copying
1: you guys. When uh City visits the uh the movie set. Yeah, except the only thing that's different about our room this time is that there's a Creed poster on our wall. Yeah.
0: So, moving on to four. Yeah. I remember hearing the hype for this and being so fucking stoked when this came out, and I remember going to the movie theaters and seeing it, and it did not disappoint. It's fucking... It's an amazing film. It's the best sequel in the franchise. I saw it three times. I saw it twice
1: so, once. so time, sean can i ask you a question go ahead brian this isn't a diss either but wasn't scream 4 coming out what prompted you to revisit the first three films yeah. and that's when you finally became a fan i am not gonna lie that's not a bad nice. thing i don't think it's a
0: bad nice. thing no no not at all um no. i mean it's wes's uh it's wes's swan song yes it's wes's final film and I think... And I think you couldn't have went out any stronger than that.
2: No, 100%. I think uh, 100%. He, re- he nailed it. I mean, I think uh, maybe some people were skeptical. Obviously, I know all of us were really excited. But I think he couldn't have done a better job with casting and just the story. Everything was, like, so great. Um, it really just felt like, you know, one and two, to, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know what I, mean?
1: I think it had some minor drawbacks. Oh, um, my God. What? No, well, just like, you know, Kevin Williamson wasn't there to write the whole thing again. Okay, well... And yeah. it was the writer from Scream 3, so there's a few scenes that come off goofy, but my point there is that overall the film is so entertaining that those flaws don't even bother me. Like, I was
0: just glad to be... So are they flaws and, if they don't bother you then? Yes. Okay. Because the,
1: Alright, they bother me a little, alright? Okay. But I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> well... Like, when I watch it, we're back in Woodsboro again, you know. Sydney, Dewey and Gal are back. Ghostface is
0: back, killing people. We got some
1: missing phone calls.
0: Now this is uh this is great great writing too. Is having it, you know, it's all going back full circle. And all the kids are obsessed over the whole Woodsboro massacre story. The Woodsboro murders. The cast, the young cast is great. You know, you got the the one with McCulkin uh, brother there. Yeah. Rocking his fucking long hair. Rory. Rory, yes. Is it Rory? Rory Culkin. Rory Col- Rory Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hayden Pentieri, awesome yeah. in it. Very, uh, very likable role. Probably what I think Tatum should have been is what Hayden Pentieri was because tatum well while tatum was great i felt like hayden penitieri played that like
3: I say her name? what it's hayden Panettiere.
0: Is it, i thought it was penitieri right. either way uh, i think she's right thanks but... for criticizing bridget thank you for stopping yeah, I in that's all I know about it. well there and that you wouldn't sleep with jamie kennedy
1: i mean i don't compare to tatum i actually compare her to randy she's like sexy female randy yeah but she's not trying to sleep with
0: sydney
2: well, maybe she was.
1: What? Okay, but Randy isn't just defined by who he had a crush on, right? He was the one with... Yes, he is. No, That's all he's his the one with was. all the horror movie knowledge. He's always, he knew about horror films. He was the one who went over the rules. He knew about sequels to horror films. He's the one who went over those rules.
0: Why is there so much love for Randy in this? And there's,
1: there's a cameo <laughs> in Scream 3. Because it's true.
0: <laughs> Moving
1: on. In Scream 3, there was the posthumous
0: cameo by him. There's a lot of great... And, and obviously... Can we shut that the fuck off? Jesus. um, You're on your phone. Emma Roberts? Mm-hmm. Fucking awesome. Yes.
1: Once she was revealed as the killer, I was all in. When you... Okay. I think her performance is kind of not perfect before she's revealed as the killer, and then once she is... It all made it all it made together. sense yeah. and, and she was so great she was yeah. awesome like all right rory colkin and emma roberts realistically aren't tall enough or big enough to carry out all those murders by themselves <laughs> but the performances sell
0: solid yeah definitely and it's uh like i said it's a uh, and there's a lot of like uh unfamiliar faces in here that are a lot of fun uh fucking Rory's little sidekick there. What yeah, what's her who's um, her shits? What's his name?
1: I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but Eric Nutson I think. <laughs> like I not nuts but like with a d. He's another, yeah, not a t. Silent d. He's one of my favorite characters in the movie.
0: You would like Nutson. And... that's good. Yeah, I know. Um uh. <laughs> But, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of cool cameos in it, too. Obviously, having, uh, Adam Brody, and I can't think of the, I can't Anthony think of the guy's name. Anthony Anderson. Anthony Anderson, um, fucking hilarious is the fucking Dollar Store Cops. We have Alison Bree Sydney's publicist. Oh, fuck, I forgot really? that she was in that, too, yeah. yeah. Some
2: of the girls from the very beginning, you know, like, uh, Anna Paquin at the very beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Anna Anna yeah,
0: that's an amazing get, especially because that was, that was, uh, dead nuts in the middle of fucking, um... Uh, True Blood. Yeah. yeah, you have Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Um,
2: Amy, Amy T. Garden. I know you guys don't know who that is, but she was on Friday Night Lights. She
0: Sinead on-
1: Grimes from Degrassi.
0: Bridget, aren't you a Friday Night Lights fan? I've never seen that date in my life. Oh. Wow. Uh. Told me about some show, and that opening seems great, right? The it's fucking awesome. Right- it's amazing. That that right there is like why the whole series is so much fun. It's because even though it's serious and, like, it's, you know, it, it it still has so much entertainment value and it still has so much fun with the audience that watches it.
2: How about yeah. uh, favorite characters? <sighs>
0: that's a good one. Jill, Emma Roberts. Nice. I'm gonna, you know what?
1: Maybe not, but that's the first one that came to mind.
0: As much as it's, it's so... Uh, Sydney is just back to form in this. The character is Sydney Prescott and it's so fun to see her like, you know, older now and like dealing with something that at this point is what I mean, which is crazy. Think about that. This film came out in April 2011. The original film came out in 96. That's only f- 15 what is that? 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's fifteen years later. It's so much fun to see Sydney like fifteen years older now in dealing with this and it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like they're trying to like redo anything. There's new rules, there's new fucking motives, there's different you know, it's such a fresh take on the original awesome idea that is the original screen.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. sort of Making fun of
0: remakes. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, it was so, yeah. like It knows
1: exactly what it's
0: doing. Yeah. And Why? it's...
2: Uh, did everyone do favorite characters in my bad?
0: Uh, and I, I want to say, uh, you know, aside from Hayden Pentier's character, um, because uh, I thought she was, like, one of the more likable characters in it, too. Like, that character was a lot of fun. It was kind of like a take-no-shit type character that was really fun to watch mingle through all the other characters yeah, and give shit.
1: Gays on Instagram love her. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it the
0: hair? No, it's just, it's, her, <laughs> it's her character. I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, So I'd say her, but, I mean, I, I gotta really go with Sydney, because it's just, she's just the shit. I thought we couldn't do, like, the main characters. Okay, then I'm going with Hayden, then. Yeah, do I'm, I'm
2: gonna go with, uh... With Marley Shelton as the deputy.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. She's so fucking He's, creepy. Her From,
2: character is
1: fucking
0: hilarious. She I was met them. in some great films. Sugar and Spice, <laughs> anybody seen?
1: Sugar and Spice, Valentine, no. Grindhouse. Grindhouse.
2: Fuck Grind- That's all I got. Favorite character,
1: Sean? Hayden. <laughs> 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 so are you just gonna steal everyone's <laughs> answers for everything?
0: No! No! <laughs> 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 Favorite scene is definitely when they're filming, when they're screening stab. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say that's yeah, cool. and that's a cool that scene. with the
0: fucking hay bales and gales up there, fucking.
2: Just because that's something I wish I was a part of.
0: Yeah, that that scene's so much fun, and really, when I, it's so funny, like when when Wes died three Augusts ago, in August 2015. For some reason, when he died, that was, like, one of the first scenes I thought about. Like, after he died, I was like, oh, shit, Wes Craven's dead. And I remember thinking about that and thinking about how great and how fun that scene is. And, like, that is, to me, like, that sums up... That scene alone sums up Wes's legacy, in in a sense, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Is how much... How easy he could make a film be entertaining and how much attention to detail and what an amazing director he truly was to like like you just said eric like you wish you were like a part of that that's something not a lot of directors can do and something west did i think effortlessly was have certain scenes in movies and films as a whole where you just wanted to be like characters that were so likable and scenes that were so like so much so entertaining that you wanted to be like a part of it, and that is really. And even with uh, you know, a movie that gets shit on a lot uh, by people who are Wes Craven fans is my soul to take. Like, I think he it's just a lot of scenes in that that are very similar. Uh, and I think those are two great films, and, and that's a hell of a way for Wes to end yeah. his legacy. And Unfortunately, obviously, dying and passing away sooner than he should have, but I mean, that is. Scream Four is uh, uh, as solid as you could go. You could go to make your final, have it be your final film.
1: Yeah, hundred percent agreed. And isn't it perfect that his final film also references tons of his yeah, earlier work? Yeah.
0: Like, obviously, it's if when anything, she names it's a, all the
1: horror remakes. Yeah,
0: how many of Wes West Craven? Films like, were that's mentioned. a testament to Wes Craven. Like, he's an amazing filmmaker that has had so many of his stories retold and you know a lot which he created obviously freddy krueger and uh you know the the scream series like those films are going to live on and i'm sure in another 10 years we're probably going to have a scream remake i mean we have a scream series that's pretty much a remake so i mean that just goes to show you his uh, influence and and what a great filmmaker he was and the legacy that he's left and and how awesome this scream franchise is that not only did we get the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, but we got the Scream franchise. We got two of the biggest horror franchises in all of cinema that one guy has pretty much handed us. Yeah, we got to you
2: know, do a we should do a do we do a Craven podcast? We should do one.
0: There was a Craven podcast, but I mean, I'll do I'll do 20 Craven podcasts uh, cuz he's know, just the man.
1: Always more to say.
2: But no, yeah, I mean 100% I think he Obviously, with his early work, he was a pioneer. And then I think when he, you know, as later, uh, he showed how much of a of a fan of the genre he was. And I think um, it's it's great that he's going to, he's, you know, it's, it's awful that he passed away, but he's definitely gone down as one of the greatest horror directors of all time. And, and uh, it shows in his work. Like I said, like, being a pioneer in the early days, bringing us, like, brash stuff like Last House on the Left and then, you know, The Hills Have Eyes and then obviously creating fred krueger who was like one of the you know if not one of the biggest besides jason and, and michael myers um and then reinvigorating everything with scream and then while doing the movies after that just paying homage to all the stuff that he he's done and, and other great directors have done so i think he's he's definitely one of the best so uh, we will to touch on uh my soul to take i actually i really love that movie
0: you know, i think I it's it. fucking great i'll never understand the hate on it i think it's awesome and he did the same thing. He came back and he fucking, you know, blew a kiss to horror fans with having yeah. a high school horror movie come out in the, you know, the, in 2010 when they were dead again. Like it, there wasn't anything, what well, high school horror movies are really even coming out even now. There's not a lot. There's hardly any. And, well, when, you know, when they come out, they're not good. Yeah, you know, but.
1: You know, good shit, like truth or dare and i mean that i was watchable i didn't see it but yeah i guess craven makes teen horror movies like we are never gonna get again i mean
0: yeah that's i mean they don't make them like they used to i mean as far as it goes with people and film so
1: that's the funny thing with scream 4 i thought the the new teen characters would like ruin the movie they made it somehow yeah somehow they were all even
0: if they were unlikable they were likable so which i guess is like the original scream did everyone mention their favorite scene no so i obviously said mine. it was obviously in the the during the screening a stab so what's what's yours brian my favorite scene in the
1: whole movie is what well the first one that comes to mind is when emma roberts jill thinks she has killed sydney everyone else is dead she's got to make it look like she's the victim so she's just running around doing crazy shit, like stabbing herself and throwing herself into a glass table. It was hilarious and crazy, and that's what that's what made me fall in love with Emma Roberts.
0: Nice. Thank you. Sean, favorite scene? I, I can't say it, because
1: Brian just fucking said it, so... Well, okay. <laughs> All right. Explain why in your words. You pretty much nailed it, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you are getting off so easy in this. Eric, uh, favorite scene. Next time you're answering before. Me. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna steal yours. Obviously, because I said it before, but I just think the when they're screening uh, stab doing the the stab stuff, I think that is really cool. And uh, like I said, something that I would have loved to be a part of, something that I would like to do myself. So I thought that was a really cool scene.
1: Can I say something though? That scene always reminds me of when we go to the Palace Theater. Oh, yeah, kind I can of. feel that, I can feel that. I mean, that. it's kind of cooler in Scream 4 because it's a farm and you don't have to pay to get in there, and it's like, <laughs> but it, it definitely reminded me of being at the Palace Theater. Would you guys agree with that? Definitely,
0: yeah. I can 100% agree with that.
1: Like, the beer, the audience participation, the so,
0: atmosphere. So, something to say, something to say, not something, but something to say Is, uh, something we gotta talk about before we wrap this up is the voice of Roger Jackson, who voices Ghostface throughout the whole thing. No matter who, like, is the killer, obviously with the voice, vocal fucking, uh, altering device that they use, that voice is so iconic in the horror world and obviously to the Scream series Ghostface. Now, you couldn't have found a better... Now you think about it, there couldn't have been any other voice than Roger Jackson's voice.
2: No, yeah. Well, well I couldn't I mean, obviously, super iconic. Somebody, uh, I remember when we still lived on West Ave, someone pranked me with the, one of those soundboards. I think it was probably <laughs> Brian and you guys, but it uh, was <laughs> pretty awesome. Uh, I don't remember
1: yeah, having a Roger prank. Jackson soundboard.
0: Probably a Scream soundboard, not a Roger Jackson soundboard. Yeah, it
2: was like a Scream soundboard, and it was the same. You know, they asked me what my favorite scary movie was, and it was pretty great. But it was probably Sean and Brian and you. So I, <laughs> that might I have been before was. my time of remember. hanging
0: with these guys.
2: Sean, I think, pranked my house once and did the uh, the tenacious decock ups thing <laughs> 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 on the, on our answering machine.
0: <laughs> Who discovered that? You, Chris, or Patty?
2: Uh, I think my dad discovered it and then he, we, we kept playing it over and over again. <laughs> uh. Should we do our ratings? Yes. Ratings. You we'll mean for last. just this one?
0: I'm going uh, same as the original Scream, 9.5. i five. I'll go
2: 9.
0: I'll
1: go 8.5. I'll go 7.5. Wow! That's why I wanted to be last. I knew it would get a reaction
0: why are you shitting on this one how Wait, is what that, did you how, give? what did you give three a 7.0 she so, so scream 4 is only a half a point higher than scream fucking three in, yes. in your eyes
1: when is seven a bad rating is what i want to know how is seven a bad rating? it's
0: not necessarily a bad rating but you said it
1: was too high for scream three now it's too low for scream four what did you give scream two an eight fuck you think scream two is better than four yeah, like... Wow. I, I do.
2: Here you go. A lot better. All three movies right now. I'm going to go first. I'm going to say 1, 2, 4, and 3.
0: 2 is not better than 4. The fucking Tylers are both high right now.
2: Let's hear
1: it. I, isn't what it is a matter of opinion? You fucking... I'm
0: just fucking trying to fucking play... 1,
2: one 2, 4, and 3.
0: I'm going 1, 4, 2, 3.
1: Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, mine's the same as Eric. Sean, one two four three three 3 and 4. Okay. Shut
0: the fuck. Up. <laughs> Sean. Um how do you 1423? 1423.
2: One, He's just trying to fucking make sure Jesse doesn't bust his balls. <laughs> My balls have been
1: busted throughout this
0: entire podcast. Why do you hate Scream 2? I love Scream 2. It's number
1: 3. Well, but then why is it so ridiculous if someone likes it? I'm not saying it's
0: ridiculous. Is. I'm just saying I'm shocked. I can't be fucking shocked. Shock me, Ace. You're shocked I by mean, the ridiculousness
1: of it all. I think it's
2: a valid it's a valid debate between 4 and 4 and or 2 and 4, definitely. But I don't know. I just think I I love 4 obviously, but I just think 2 is uh, I think for me personally, 2 edges it out. I think I think there's, I don't know, maybe more memorable scenes. I don't know. I just think two is better than four. But I still love four, yeah, obviously. Yeah,
1: I still love four. I'm not saying you don't, chill. I think for me the quality of the series is measured by how involved Kevin Williamson was.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that does reflect in our...
0: Sean put
1: uh, three number one, so... Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, did... We talk about Scream 3, what what, a, what was Kevin Williamson's original idea?
0: No, what was his original idea, Brian? Do tell. He
1: revealed it years later. Ooh. He would have revealed that Matthew Lillard Stu, is Survived. still alive, in prison, and you would find out that he has, like, this whole, like, cult, basically, of people who look up to him and want to be serial killers, so it's, like, a whole cult of serial killers.
0: Interesting. It is which, much... I couldn't would've... imagine Stu, like, leading a cult <laughs> though. <laughs> right, but
1: I feel like it, I feel like Kevin Williamson would have made it good. Sometime.
2: If they would have reintroduced Stu, like, with the same, like, humor, his but face add, like, would a, be
0: like, all like, scarred. <laughs> if fucking Stu would have came back in four, I would have fucking literally headwalked in the movie theater and fucking just fucking right up to the screen and kissed it.
2: Who's, uh, who's the best killer? Billy and Stu. Billy, yeah, definitely. Billy and Stu I mean they're originators.
1: I mean Billy and Stu beat them all, but can <laughs> we can we name a favorite killer from the sequels? Two, three, four. Um
0: I'm gonna go I, don't, I gotta go two,
2: I mean, Sean,
0: answer first, quick.
2: Nah you I can go.
1: <laughs> I don't think you have any of your own answers, Sean. I think that's why you always need us to answer first because I don't have an answer. I'm just asking you.
0: Yeah, as I would go I'd probably go uh Billy's mother and Timmy Olyphant. Yeah. Yeah, they were a great team. They were.
2: Best
0: uh, best cameo throughout all of them. Best cameo? Or just
2: like an actor who's in it?
0: I got to go I got to go either Winkler uh as the principal, him principal Hembury yeah or uh or wes craven obviously yeah. that, that was like how like how fucking great was that they just wearing the red and green striped sweater with the fedora and fucking I know, how right?
1: sad is it that his cameo in scream 4 got caught that, that is... he would have been in all four i know
2: i i gotta talk i mean obviously it's easy to go west but i mean i'm gonna go with my girl sarah michelle but uh honorable mention i'll give uh josh jackson
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 in the ca- classroom that, in two.
2: the classroom in two, yeah. Uh, Charlie Conway from the Mighty Ducks,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Jay and Silent Bob. There you go. Sean coming out with the original answer. There you go.
1: I don't know if it's my favorite, but I really enjoy the Carrie Fisher cameo in Scream 3. Oof. Yeah,
0: that's fun.
1: How she reveals that the real Carrie Fisher fucked George Lucas to get the Princess Leia role.
0: Isn't it funny that the only association I know and care about of Carrie Fisher is the burbs?
1: That's yeah. not a bad thing at all. She's, She's got, got a fuck. great career. Yeah, she was in fucking Blues Brothers. She's in Drop Dead Fred.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> like, like when you say Carrie Fisher, I'm not like, holy shit, Princess Leia. I'm like, she was none in, f- in Jason Bond Strikes Back. Yeah, she was. But. I, I mean to touch on the piece. last thing, we talk about. Uh, you know iconic masks. Obviously the hockey mask, Jason. The the fucking the the sweater and the claw, Freddie, Michael Myers, the Shatner fucking uh, uh, white painted mask. You know. Uh,
2: laid uh, to rest.
0: Laid to rest.
2: The, the hag mask cr- and
0: Chrome skull, <laughs> but. The ghost face mask, obviously made by the company Fun World. How the fuck the guy that fucking made that mask, how fucking well, how hard do you think he's fucking just he uh, is in his pants right now about how much money he's made.
2: Right he's now probably at this moment he's driving in a Lamborghini.
0: He is. Do you think uh, he's got I I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an assumption that he's had sex with, uh, had his wife or the girl wearing the Ghostface mask. Hey, you
2: guys know the Scream mask? I to... <laughs> I'm gonna have to hang out one second for me. You guys keep going. All right.
1: Do you guys remember seeing the costume before it was the Scream costume? I can't remember. Yeah,
0: yeah. I definitely do.
1: Like, vaguely? Like, well, I once remember... I
0: saw it in the movie, I yeah. was like, oh, fuck. Because like, I, I remember, and I still have it. It sits on the Bell Lugosi there, light I have over there. I went and bought that mask after I saw the first scream, and I st- still had it that original mask.
1: The the one I saw before scream was it was called the Father of Death costume.
0: Father of Death. They love all, like the cheap knockoffs that came out after that. Yeah, like the Just, hard harder plastic ones yeah. that, like, if you fucking bent them the wrong way, they'd crack in half. They got
1: laundry pump blood and blood drips down. Which Brian had. Yes. Uh, it didn't work the way you think it would. No,
0: no, but, but yeah, guy I got the original that, Fun World one right sitting right over there. This, I
1: like, wanted the scare, the scarecrow pro ghost face mask. That was
0: cool. I, I was confused by that one, but well, I mean like, there was you know, I'm sure it sold fucking great too because yeah. it's just such an iconic uh, mask now, and what an easy costume—just like a black uh, fucking the grim world. reaper yeah. robe type thing, and then the mask.
1: It looked cool as a scarecrow. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm not saying it did.
1: I know you're not saying that.
0: But yeah. uh, The old fun world coming through. But yeah, this is... uh, This is just about wraps it up. So. Closing thoughts on the Scream franchise. There's only four...
1: And it's one of the most memorable of all the horror franchises.
0: It definitely is. It with the least amount of entries, it's one of the one of the uh, top tiers. And if you had to rate it, do you put it in the do you put it in the top five horror franchises?
1: I don't. I can't rate horror franchises. Why not? I just can't. I don't have like a. I don't know. There's so many. How do we put them in order? I like them all for di- very different reasons. I'll say that. i definitely say it's in the top ten.
0: Top ten? Yeah. You think there's nine other horror fr- How many horror franchises are there? No, I'm like, I'm like putting it at ten. I'm saying like if I had to make a top ten, I would throw it's it in. It's in your top ten somewhere. Top 10. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So.
1: It's probably in my top five. I it's probably in too. But I like I said I can't I can't I don't have a list in my head. The older I get the more I appreciate it.
0: And that will uh do it. You can check us out on Instagram at HeartGuide media on Twitter at HeartGuide media. Uh if you listen to this and you like it, rate and review and uh on iTunes uh and also on SoundCloud, you can listen. Uh but if you are a you know, a higher functioning human. You have an Apple device, and you <laughs> and you uh, know what's going on, so Wait, you can sorry. download the. Uh... Did you
1: mention? Did I mention Gal weather's streaks? In no. Two? Well, I just did.
0: Right. Hey, BT's talking about Gale weather's streaks. We're not over yet, folks. Not, not over. Gale,
2: what about her streaks? You like them? What's her in Scream
0: Two, in Scream Two, she had the best
1: hair, and it was. It was then followed up by Scream 3 Where she had the worst hair Yeah her, her hair on
2: Scream 3 was awful She had those weird bangs okay. right
0: Yeah she had those weird ass bangs I don't bangs. mind the bangs
1: Well you have bad taste in hair I guess
0: Bridget you want to weigh in on this What Do I have bad taste in hair In Courtney Cox hair <laughs> Do you think anybody's ever said You have bad taste in Courtney Cox hair No it's a Brian Tyler original.
2: What's the best soundtrack? Scream, Scream 2.
0: Going 1. <laughs> Scream 3 because of Creed? Goddamn right. What if, motherfucker?
1: Well, Scream 2 had a great mixture of
0: genres. That it did. Cottonmouth Kings. Yeah, it
1: had Cottonmouth Kings. It, it had Scream, and I can't remember... Who was that one band? Who was the, the Come, my lady.
0: Come, come, my lady. Master
1: P, right? Yeah. Master P did, <laughs> Master P, Scream. Uh, D'Angelo, she's always in my hair. Um, <laughs> less than Jake's cover of I Think I Love You. Like, Oh, that's right. it doesn't, for me, it doesn't get any better than Scream 2. BT's fucking
0: skanking <laughs> at the Less Than Jake show.
1: <laughs> and well, you, then we got Red Right Hand again. The only soundtrack it's not in is Scream 4. Get
0: your, get your trumpet mosh on, Brian. I don't know. Or wait, what does the, the guy in Lesson Jake play? What is that? They, they, I don't know. They play all kinds of stuff. They play a trumpet, but... Is it a, wait, not a trumpet. What the fuck is that? Bridget, what is that? Trombone. trombone. Is that a trombone? Yeah, it is. Francesca.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you do
0: a pretty
1: good trombone. <laughs> well, alright.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Brian. I don't want this to end, kind of, but. We could do another one. We could pump out another episode. Huh. I say we do one where we make Sean talk the whole time. Can we do one where Bridget reviews and mo- watches a movie with us, so we just hear-, hear her tear apart an 80s movie? We should do that
2: weekly. Everyone... <laughs> oh, my God.
0: That sounds like a great idea
1: if Bridget's down. Is Bridget down? Bridget,
0: <laughs> she, Bridget goes, I'm not. <laughs>
1: I would Bridget, love I can, to just hear Bridget like do commentary on a like shitty eighties movie she's
0: never yeah. seen. Something with a lot of nudity. She'd be like, "All these girls are
2: whores." <laughs> I don't know, Bridget. You should think about it because there'd be some real comedic value there. Am I getting paid? <laughs> Am I getting paid? Shot so yeah. get paid.
0: I pay you with uh, love, compassion. Is that not
2: enough? No. <laughs>
0: I I'll, I will end this episode and let everyone know that once upon a time Brian and I were viewing Night of the Demons and Linnea Quigley was bent over in the convenience Jeez, store, every time. and when she was bent over, Bridget goes, "Just what everyone wants to see, an asshole." <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, Eric, we're gonna we're gonna Facetime you right back. So s- stay on standby. Sounds good all right uh and i'll say it again if you haven't stopped listening to this episode you can check us out on instagram and twitter at heart media and uh yeah rate and review and if you uh are enamored by this episode download the other ones and uh we'll see you next time